that one. Just keep going. Just say um, something. Well, I can't say those. I can't say. We can't say any of these words on the radio. I can't say except for out of the crossword thing. <laughs> except for, oh, I can't say it. Oh, Rose City Strip. Yeah. Well, Valentine's Day. Look at all these metal bands playing there. Cemetery Lust That's is probably... playing there. What? That, what? This was Valentine's Day 2014. I mean, not that it would make a difference because Valentine's Day didn't uh, already happened anyway. Well, let's get back Portland, to Oregon's some of awesome. the tunes. Yeah, we gotta Here go we to Portland, go. Oregon. Fest, we coming for you. <laughs> This is Japan Nick. Tune into my show, Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium, at a new time, Wednesdays, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. New York time. I like to play hard rock, speed metal, black thrash, death, and stoner metal. Like the Facebook group. Follow me on Twitter, at Japan Nick. Subscribe to my SoundCloud. Hey, how's it going out there, brother? Hey, you do me a favor, man. I've been... I've been crying over my buddy Dime. You know, there there was some talks and white wine, and it would mean the world to me if you could play Cemetery Gates by Pantera. That would mean the world to me if you could do that for me. You know, like I said, there was heavy talks. There was white wine. You know, it... Uh, let me just tell you something, brother. Me and Dime are the type of people that have this type of relationship that you can't break, you know? And the first time I heard him play that lick, I, I from that moment on, I just knew it. Pantera, Cemetery Gates. Let's go. Tell me what would be good for you. Hey, what's up out there? This is Japan Nick. It's not the guys in Zamboni. No, we're not Zamboni. Stop calling us that. Yeah, we're nuclear hatred now. We're nuclear hatred. Talking with the guys in nuclear hatred. (laughs) That's better. Thanks, thanks, Frank Zamboni. All right. Thanks, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Yeah. better. Now, um, I was showing the guys uh, some stuff from my collection of zines, and we have uh, a story or an article called the Zine Scene. Now tell me, Chris, how valid do you think an article like that is? Speaking about people that are actually like the diehards actually making the physical print zines as well as like the blogs and well, all that other stuff. Well, this is from '92, so it's slightly outdated, but it but the 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 point of the article still comes across on how to start doing it, what um what you can do, where you can go, where you can distribute it, how you can get things done. Uh, the only thing is that it tells you to use a Mac. But that's specifically because at the time, Macs were the only computers with serif and Helvetica fonts. Oh, man. And those are the most attractive fonts. No. So Times New Roman. What are you, casual? Yeah, okay. Comic Sans. You're a Comic Sans. I am Dude, a man, wingdings <laughs> for the win. <laughs> wingdings. <laughs> Papyrus. But that's why, they, that's why it says that there. But other than that, um, the, the message is still there. Uh, it pretty much is just a quick tutorial on... So it, it might. It's so you want to make a magazine. That's basically what it is. Or so you want to start a new. Do paper. you want to make a magazine? Now, also, That's, take yeah. a look at. Okay, bye. Page eighteen, before uh, okay. that, because there is a really interesting article they had, or a, a few quotes that I wanted to point out to people, where they're actually telling oh. you, you should actually, if you think there's Ooh, a good article, essays. in like a paper, you should actually call up to speak to one of the writers. 
and see if you could actually do that. Oh, Is yeah. The article says, writers of that magazine even still alive? It says Quiz Reporter. It's 92, so I'm sure most of them are. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, that's that's for anything that you're dealing with right now. I mean, if you're in New Jersey, you might want to speak to the Star What about Ledger. the Great Schism of 96? Very few that? survived that. What the hell is that? I just made it up. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure it happened. You could have gone along with it. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. Well, I asked what the hell was that. That was me going along with it. No, no. Anyways, though, continue on. Continue on. Ooh, the back page is sparkly, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like, it's like like when you open up, like, No, no, but Rob, seriously, pack like, get, get into the uh, dialogue. This is pretty cool. I mean, it tells you, you know, if you like something, just, you know, go to the reporter and just ask, hey, what'd you do? How'd you get this? How, how, how are you doing this? And, I mean, that's, you know, actually a pretty neat way to kind of get your foot in the door instead of saying, hey, can I get a job? Or, hey, what can I do to ride? Just like, hey, you know, I really like what you did. Like, how'd you do it? It's pretty. It's it's a pretty different way of doing things, um, especially now that everything's all digital and, you know, oh, you, you, you want It's very cutthroat, too. I yeah. mean, it's like you have to do some really wild, wild and crazy things to get your foot into the door and even at that point it's kind of like scary to think somebody's gonna like come in with like some crazy oh, like sumo oh, wrestler type person and they're oh, gonna yeah. drag you out well, sometimes once you get in the door like you know all you really do is just get your foot in the door and then for like then you're out but the door is like closed but you know it's sometimes it's one of the things where you're like all right well i'm here now um what can i do to get back here but you can't get back here because there's a toll troll to get into that boy's hole and you're like Oh man, what am I gonna do? And maybe you know, a few years down the road, you can do it. So maybe, maybe it's not always a uh, why am I not here now? Where it's just I'm not supposed to be here yet. Rather, I'm not supposed to be here. So at some point, you know, maybe you get there. You know, like AJ Styles is in WWE now, and he's been he's been wrestling for you know for close to 20 years and, and he's been a champion everywhere he's gone but he's just here now yeah you know so so don't ever get discouraged people because if if something's if something's holding you down it's only temporary and pretty soon you know it's going to get easier because you got to start pumping iron saying you're uh you know eating your wheaties Doing what you doing what you got to do. Keep on trucking. Get more experience and everything. And then eventually you break down that door. I, I thought you were going to like with a like a Hulk Hulkamania. No, no, I don't know if uh, I don't I don't I don't know well, if the world is ready to let Hulk Hogan back into it yet. What? What? Never mind. All right. Well, let's get back into so. the uh, tunes. And um, thinking about things, Chris, do you feel like you have anything else you'd like to say on the subject? Kill Whitey. Word. <laughs> Lawsuit. Hey, this is Casey Orr from Rigor Mortis War Ministry. The hell you? Hey, it looks like we got a caller. What's up? We got a caller. What's your name and uh, why'd you call? (laughs) Yo, you're listening to WMSC. What's up? Hello. Hello. Uh, hey. Hey, what's up? Uh, can you play Crowbar? Yes. Shut up, Beavis. Give me a few minutes, <laughs> and I'll see if I can come up with that. Anything else in case I can't find that? Uh, hurrah! 
Ron Slayer, dude. <laughs> hey, I know you guys. It's just those boys from school again. I'll get, I'll get you suspended. Dude, man, the best I can do is, like, I guess Rigor Mortis or Megadeth. I can't find Slayer right now. It's not in the system, man. Those are the two boys that were, that were whacking in my camper. Can you put on, like, Judas Priest? Wait, what did he say? He said Judas Priest. These boys kept whacking in my camper. Okay, so what do you want to hear? Uh, Beyond the Realms of Death? Ooh. Uh, okay. Good. We'll go with that. And World War Z from Zamboni. Well, right. We're not Zamboni! Stop calling us that! We're, we're nuclear hatred. We're nuclear yeah, hatred! You're gonna get us sued again! Shut up, you'll like being sued. All right. No, we don't! You, you've never even been sued yet, so how do you know? Well, You're not a man of... All right, but anyways, we're point. gonna get He's into the music. Point. He's got a point. We're gonna get into the music now. Hey, this is Casey Orr from Rigor Mortis, War, Ministry, the hell you, whatever else you got. And you're rocking out on WMSC 90.3. This is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association...
Hey, what's up? It's Japan Nick, and you're listening to WMSC 90.3 in Upper Montclair, New Jersey. It is 1140, and I have nuclear hatred. 1140. And Thank special you. announcement from the band. Yes. They say stop calling us Samboni. Please stop. We're, our, our name is Nuclear Hatred now. Or we're going to send you a cease and desist. Can we do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well. Hey. <laughs> you don't get a say in this. But anyways, though, on the topic of censorship, what did you find from the dissonance uh, zine? That was uh, a zine from, I believe, Highland Park, yeah, New, Highland Jersey, Park New Jersey, around 1992. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it basically tells you that you can fight censorship on your own. It takes a while, but you could do it. Um, you got to fight for your right. Yeah, um, to, to publish not, a zine. Publish <laughs> yeah. a, so it's basically telling you that you got to publish your own zine, do your own thing, and <coughs> just you know create anti-censorship articles. Go like be like become Whoa. an activist. It, it tells you to go out and you know do things within the confines of the law, of course, but to but to avoid you know to say to speak out and say, listen, stop mm-hmm. censoring everything. Stop censoring this. Stop censoring something that you don't agree with because you don't agree with it. You know, it basically harkens to today with the whole everybody has to be politically correct thing because that's getting out of, that's really getting out of hand. Like, I was reading today um, that there was, like, that there's a character in the Doctor Strange movie. I'm not familiar with Doctor Strange, but there's there's a character who is, in the comic books, a Tibetan, right? So they're, you know, they're, they're Asian, but in the movie, they cast it. They, they cast the role to a white female. I personally don't care because as long as the movie's good, then whatever. If the movie's a, if it's a bad movie, then I'll just say, all right, well, they probably should have stuck to the source material more. But they didn't do it. They did it for the specific reason that the Chinese government would say, oh, you're just stereotyping someone. Or you're typecasting it, which whether or not it would have happened, it doesn't matter. They did that to avoid that. But like, there's there's a difference between doing something. There's a there's a difference between being stereotypical and sticking to the source material. If the person in the comic book is Asian, then I sh- will cast an Asian person. Yeah, you know. Other, like, what, what am I going to do? Like, other, in, in their case, they're pretty much just saying, all right, well, PC wins, which it shouldn't because PC is just another form of censorship. It's it, And it gets out of hand because the crybaby mafia goes, like, when you say, they can say whatever they want to you, mm-hmm. and it's okay, but if you say something that they don't like, then they'll, you know, they'll band together, all these social justice warriors, they'll make their internet petitions, They'll they'll get all their friends who also do nothing at home, uh, except post pictures of memes and tell you who you should vote for without actually going out and voting for themselves, um, and just being all you know down with the machine, blah blah blah, but not actually doing anything except basically writing angry letters. Except the problem is, because of social media, these angry letters get out, and all of these and sometimes sometimes and a lot of these companies like. Like buckle under it for no reason. So it Yo, co- I think so something- they go after people to, and it costs a lot of people their jobs for no reason. I read a story like, where what there you was do after work 
is what you do after work. It shouldn't affect, it shouldn't have anything to do with one or the other. Just be, like, if I go online tomorrow and I say, I think all pandas are stupid. And one of these, you know, social... Oh, dude, you, you're, you're yeah. going over the line now, and, man. And one of these social justice warriors, a PC person, goes, Oh, well, you, you're, you're a pandaist or something. Like, you're against pandas. And, and they get all their panda-loving friends to, <laughs> to, you know, knock on my door, throw, gla- throw, throw a brick through to the glass. To panda against you. And they, they panda against me. And uh, apparently, I would have to panda to them because... <laughs> Because I would have to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that I, uh, not all pandas are stupid or whatever. And then they, but that wouldn't be enough because then they'd have to get me fired from my job yeah. to do that. And then next week, somebody else will say something and it'll be a non-issue yeah. for them. But for me, it will still be an issue. So we need, we need all kinds of political correctness to go away forever mm. because it doesn't help people. It hurts people. It brings them apart, and at the end of the day, what did you accomplish? You got someone fired, or you messed up someone's life because they said something that you didn't agree with. Like, it's totally wrong. The First Amendment is the First Amendment for a reason. Freedom of speech is supposed to be exactly that. And this is people – this is not a corpor- – this is not corporations. Well, I mean- this is not the government. This is, these are citizens – going against other citizens because they have nothing better to do. That's not what it's about. You can't separate people. People have to come together, and this is just another way of separating more people. And political correctness needs to end because it separates too many people. Well, I mean, they have the right to say that that offends them, but you also have the right to say that you're a bunch of idiots. Exactly. I think you're wasting everybody's time. That's, That's what it should be, and it should end at that. But the problem is... They like to take it a step further to the point where they're more offensive than I am. But no one sees it that way. And that's the problem. The majority doesn't see it that way, and that is the problem with political It's so like a thinly veiled type attack. Yes. And um, How did we get to this? Censorship. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, look at the article you're reading. Tell I, me I what am. you felt like was interesting about that well it it just kind of reminded me of that it said you know you if you if like you should not be we should not be censored by somebody who's sitting at a desk that doesn't care and is just saying oh well we should censor this i'm guessing this maybe had something to do with the pmrc or something like that because it's the early 90s PMRC. Yeah. So I'm guessing well, the PMRC had, was the mid '80s. It was though, the man. mid to late '80s, but this had something to do with censorship because this was another time where censorships just started going crazy. Yeah, so, that was around the uh, Public Enemy. Yeah, well, this had something to do or, with the two public, live crew, the two live crew, and all that other stuff, and like uh, Ice T's Cop Killer song from I, Body Count. Well, those I, were Ice controversial whole things too. Album. The Body uh, Count album. The Remember Iceberg that. Iceberg album, too. The Iceberg was all... it's Because the actual... It was the Iceberg, and then, like, I guess the subtitle was Freedom of Speech, Just Watch What You Say. Yeah. yeah. Which, it shouldn't be that. I'm pretty sure if the Founding Fathers were alive today, they would probably be arrested for doing the exact same things that they did when it made this country the way that it was. Yep. Yeah. Well... On that note, let's listen to some rigor mortis. Here's foaming at the mouth. Why not? Rigor. (laughs) 
unfortunate news coming out of New Jersey. Uh, this is coming out of Jersey City. New, te- new details are emerging in the case of the Jersey City teen who died this afternoon from injuries sustained during a shooting yesterday. Hudson County Prosecutor Esther Suarez um, at her office confirmed tonight that the victim was Rondell J. Rush, age 17, of Jersey City. Rush was the Dickinson High School student, according to his neighbors. He was a good kid, said Fulton Avenue resident Evans Hazelwood, age 53. He did his thing, you know what I'm saying, but he was trying to get his life together. Rush, who was shot in the head, is the county's eighth eighth homicide in 2016. Gene Rubino, acting chief of investigations for the Hudson County Prosecutor's Office, said that Jersey City police officers came upon a group of people moving a wounded Rush into a car on Fulton Avenue near Martin Luther King Drive yesterday at about 5 p.m. Officers who had not yet witnessed the shootings ordered them to stop, but the vehicle left and was stopped about four blocks away outside of Sacred Heart Church on Martin Luther King Drive, Rubino said. At that point, Rush was taken by ambulance to Jersey City Medical Center, Barnabas Health. He was pronounced dead today at 1.38 p.m. Rubino said a post-mortem report is pending. Soon after Rush was declared dead, a distraught man identified by Fulton Avenue residents as the victim's father declined to speak to reporters. Residents of the block were divided when asked to describe the neighborhood. The neighborhood is very good, Hazelwood said. You got drugs and whatever, but on this block you don't get gunshots. Jorge Figueredo, 43, who lives two doors down from the victim's home, called that bull. 
Typical hood, he said, as he worked on a car outside his home. Shootings happen every day. I plan to get the hell out of here. No arrests have been made, and Rubino declined to discuss a possible motive. He said that the group of people who were transporting Rush before being stopped by police were attempting to bring him to the hospital. It's not clear what their relationship to the victim is, Rubino said. Ali Youssef, age 25, who works at a fried chicken joint across the street from Sacred Heart Church, witnessed police stopping the car that had Rush inside. Youssef of Bayonne said today the idea of a shooting near where he works doesn't frighten him. I've worked here a long time, he said, as he talked to reporters from behind bulletproof material. I've seen a lot. And um, the weather, it's still 52 degrees. Tomorrow it will be raining. And Friday it will be cloudy. Uh, we're looking at highs tomorrow of 62, lows of 44. And now 